Productions. Algar Productions. Sarcastic Voyage presents the continuing story of Contentment Corner, starring Ron Algar Watt as Gart Champson. all hit 98. It's 10.18 a.m. on this beautiful Saturday morning. And for those of you keeping track, it's two months until the Contentment Corner High School graduation. That's right. If you're ready for the annual post-graduation lock-in, you're two months early for that event. It hasn't happened yet. Hey, I was listening to that. It was that same commercial for Maclay's grocery store that's been running since the mid-60s. You want me to tell you how it ends? The crooning lounge singer reassures the listener of the assertion made in the first line of the jingle that it always does, in fact, pay to shop at Maclay's. I like that song. It's catchy. Also, I believe corn is on sale this week at 69 cents a pound. That's quite a deal. Gart... I need to ask you something. I wish you wouldn't call me that. It's your name, isn't it? Well, technically, yes. That is the name on my birth certificate. But different people in my life address me differently. To your mother, I'm God. To many of the community leaders of Contentment Corner, I'm Deputy Mayor Champson. And to you, son, I have always, until recently, been Dad. What happened to- Are you a supervillain? Now what on earth would possess you to ask a question like that? I guess you're gonna make me give you my whole list of suspicions instead of just answering the freaking question. Son, you'll be graduating high school in two months. God, I know that. Don't you think I know that? Sorry, I've noticed that some people have a little trouble with the basic timeline of events in this town. It never hurts to reiterate things. Anyway, surely by now you've learned that a thesis requires supporting evidence. So again, I ask you, what makes you think I'm a supervillain? <sighs> okay, number one your voice. What's wrong with my voice? You can't even, like, order a pizza without sounding like you've planted a bomb in the pizzeria. I am as my creator made me, son. I have little control over that. Secondly, you wear a flippin' cape. Well, that could mean any number of things. Liberace wore a cape. So did Elvis. They're both dead now. Do you think I'm dead? Now you're just being deliberately acute. I suspect you mean obtuse. You know who else wears capes? Rather famously, I might add. Many superheroes. Perhaps I'm a superhero. Moving on. People are always calling the house, asking for the botspith. Ah, the telephone system in Contentment Corner is quite antiquated. That could simply be a crossed line someplace. I- except we also get mail for this botsmith, uh, weird catalogs, unmarked packages. This is all extremely circumstantial, son. I'm building to something, all right? Jeez. So, the peace Isle of resistance... You're always dragging me to the city with you. Go on. The city in question being Fort Burr, the so-called city of a thousand supervillains. It also happens to be the closest city to Contentment Corner. Surely you wouldn't suspect me of being an apple enthusiast if we live close to New York City. Apples, of course, being the thing that town is most famous for. We don't just go into the city. Like today, for instance. What even was that? 
Some kind of flea market for adult underoos enthusiasts? As it happens, that was an estate sale for the late Imperator of the Royal Swarm. Is that why they had all those paintings of a dude in a bee costume? I believe it was a wasp costume, but yes. The Royal Swarm is a rather infamous terror cult with designs on world conquest as it happens. I rest my point. Picking through the remains of an evil organization looking for bargains is hardly proof- You bought a freaking mechanical man! Just a little one. You know my hobby is building and maintaining robots. I've made no secret of that. Yet you deny that you're this botsmith character. I don't believe I actually denied that, no. Just forget it! No wonder you're in politics. Your doublespeak is positively Kafka-esque. Do you mean Orwellian? Don't tell me what I mean. Cola, darling, we've returned. Well, I have. Our son has decided he'd rather spend the rest of his Saturday working on that hot rod of his. Mwah. Did you buy anything while you were in the city? Well, yes. As it happens, I discovered an extraordinarily complex cybernetic... But of course you have no interest in- I wouldn't have the faintest idea what any of that means. Of course not, my dear. Why would you? Where is my head today? I also managed to procure this shiny bauble. Oh god, you shouldn't have. Nonsense. This is meant to adorn your finger. It should pair nicely with the ones that go into your tiny ear holes. And there was a further piece that fits around your neck. Perhaps next time I- Next time? Oh, you've caught me. I got that for you as well. They're beautiful. Thank you. Mwah. Oh, and now I believe I will adjourn to my lab to play with my new toy. Dinner is at six. Sweet sanctuary. Now, my lovely new acquisition, let's see if we can't find what we need to get you functioning again. Those fools at that estate sale apparently had no idea what they were sitting on. Mark V quadratronic processor capable of parallel computation, triple redundant titanium servo mechanisms. For what I paid, I assume there must be more wrong with you than the obvious absence of a power cell, but let's... Eureka. Tabulating. Hello, my friend. I am the botsmith. You are my property now. Silence! Oh, that attitude won't do at all. I'm clearly going to have to adjust- Silence! Yes, yes. In the circles I travel, that word practically has no meaning. It's mere punctuation. Now, if I can just adjust your attitude attenuators- Horses! Almost there. Wait a minute. There's some other component jammed into your cranial socket, like a, a second completely independent brain unit. Even connected. Who are you, my little friend? I didn't expect you to answer. Not after I've switched you off. Now this should be a simple soldering job. There. Can't do this to me. Do you know who I am? No, as a matter of fact, I don't believe I do. But where am I? Who in blazes are you? It would appear that we are both at an equal disadvantage and therefore a stalemate. As a gentleman of honor, I will take the first step toward detente. I am the botsmith. Uh, 
should that mean something to me? A mighty army of robots stands ready to do my bidding. So you fancy yourself a general, do you? And tell me, oh mighty warrior, what battles can you and your robot army claim to have won? Which people have you conquered? What territory have you seized? Well, none as such. <laughs> I suspected as much. I am the deputy mayor of this town. Oh, well then, consider my previous cynicism withdrawn. I pledged my undying devotion to you, my liege. I don't think you withdrew that cynicism at all. Ah, uh, nothing gets by you. Right then, what's your story? Surely you're familiar with the Royal Swarm. Of course. Arguably the most powerful gathering of super-powered subversives. Arguably? Oh, in my day there was no need to qualify that statement. From the security of our subterranean honeycombs, I commanded thousands of drones to do my sinister bidding. You're three feet tall and you make funny beeping noises. Also, you have a quite obvious off switch. Oh, once I was the undisputed ruler of the royal swarm, the man they called King Wasp. Do wasps have kings? I thought it was queens, or am I thinking of bees? Uh, actually, most of our imagery doesn't track if you look at it literally. A swarm is also not... That silence! Well, you talk the talk, but I've studied the history of the royal swarm at great lengths, and I've never heard of any... King Wasp. Well, that doesn't surprise me. During my reign, we dealt in pure scientific certainty. Death rays, clone duplicates, highly advanced exoskeletons. Oh, but there was a faction within our number who felt we should dedicate ourselves to uh, magic. Ugh. I know, right? Oh, your earthquake machine is cute, but can you pour milk into a rolled-up newspaper? Fools. That's exactly what I called them. Unfortunately, this faction and organized a coup and managed to overthrow me. They trapped me in this ridiculous shell as an ironic reminder of my devotion to science. Why didn't they just murder you? That's an excellent question! Then they rewrote the history of the Royal Swarm to make it sound like they'd always been based in, uh, supernatural... Magic. Right, magic. And that the Imperator had been in command since day one. The Imperator? I, uh... I can't spit. Well, no, you're a tiny robot. Quite advanced, but not, I'm afraid, equipped for salivation. Oh, I must have my revenge. And you, mighty botsmith, you can assist me in this endeavor. I, in turn, will use my superior tactical mind to guide you to greatness in... Oh, uh, what did you say your ultimate goal was? I, I hadn't. I, I don't suppose I declared one officially. Just, you know, power, glory, untold riches, that sort of thing. Eh, I can make that work. Two months later. Miss Madison, welcome. I'm so glad you could make it. Do come in. Thank you, Mrs. Champson. I must admit I'm not entirely sure why I'm here, but, oh, Sheriff, hello. Ma'am. Did our new acting mayor invite you here for dinner as well? He did indeed. Mighty kind of him. I suppose so. Although, bear in mind, tact has never exactly been my strong suit. What's this all about? Oh, my husband believes, now that he's mayor... Acting mayor. ...that he has a civic responsibility to mingle with the town's most prominent citizens. Hear their concerns, pick their brains, that sort of thing. Yeah, he wants to turn our house into the freaking Al Gumpkin Roundtable. Sheriff, Miss Madison, this is my son... Royce. Sup? Young man, I believe you mean the Algonquin round table. Yeah, maybe. I mean a lot of things. Royce, I'm taking our guests into the dining room. Would you please go get your father? Fine. 
charming young man. You have a lovely home here, Mrs. Champson. It is lovely, isn't it? This table was made for the White House. What they actually got was a copy. This was the original. That painting there is an original Monet. Sorry, was that Monet or Manet? Neither. Monet. Much more talented than either of those two. Much, much more expensive pieces. Do you want to know how much? Not especially. Over six... Well, hello, everyone. Sheriff, so good to see you. Miss Madison, I'm glad you could find the time in your busy schedule to join us. Please be seated, everyone. I do apologize for my lateness, but I've been rather preoccupied with a project I've been working on in my lab. Lab? What kind of project? Oh, did I say lab? I meant garage. I'm working on restoring an old automobile. No, you're not. You don't even own a car. Ah, the impudence of youth. Look, I gotta get changed out of my cap and gown. The post-grad lock-in party is in an hour. I need to see you before you leave, son. Don't forget. So I assume my lovely wife has informed you why we invited you both over this evening. Since I assumed the mantle of mayor... Acting mayor. Acting mayor, yes. Since then, it has been my intention to take the pulse of the town. That's mighty thoughtful of you, Mr. Champson. Yes, it feels like we so rarely get an opportunity to sit back and enjoy one another's company outside of a crisis situation. I don't follow. Oh, you know, this town is particularly prone to excitement, and we're all usually so wrapped up in our work. Mr. Acting Mayor. Call me God. Mr. Acting Mayor. Are you suggesting there's some kind of danger on the horizon because- What? Don't be absurd, Miss Madison. What kind of person would invite the editor of the town newspaper and the sheriff to his home to brag about a crime before it had even been committed? That's not really what I was saying at all. Yeah, I'm not sure how you got that from- All right, I hope everyone's hungry. I made- Got, honey, what I shall not be insulted like this in my own home. What do you reckon that was about? And that, Sheriff, is an excellent question. Did you tell them? I did. I'm not sure why I did, but I did. Uh, Supervillainy 101, my friend. How can your dim-witted adversaries know you're one step ahead of them if they don't even know they're your adversaries? I suppose... Alternately, I could just not tell anyone at all. Oh, in my day, of course, we'd interrupt everyone's television and radio broadcasts to... Quiet, it's my son. Oh. Gort! Hey! Gort! Son, I told you never to... Yeah, you told me a lot of things. But can you tell me this? Yes. Oh, right. Uh, so, I found these papers in the living room earlier... If I didn't know better, I'd say they were doomsday plans of some kind. What makes you say that? Well, for starters, Gart, they're labeled a doomsday plans. Son, those weren't meant for you. I was hoping they would find their way into the hands of that newspaper woman. Or perhaps the sheriff. A what? Never mind. Listen, I know you've had your heart set on that lock-in celebration this evening, but... Oh, here it comes. Come with me to the driveway. I have something I want to show you. Oh, you've got to be freaking kidding me. I assure you, son, I've never been more serious. This motorcycle is for you. Consider it 
A graduation present. I don't believe this. Now, instead of spending the evening locked in the high school cafeteria, wouldn't you much rather explore the open road on this two-wheeled marvel of technology? <laughs> you don't get me at all, do you, Gart? Apparently I don't. All right, one moment and I'll take you over there myself. Not necessary, Gart. Uh, no, I insist. J j just a moment. <sighs> Fine. What's the problem? The problem is that despite being presented with the means to leave town, my son insists on remaining here this evening. Uh, I told you he was a liability. Nevertheless, I can salvage this. I will accompany him to the school myself and ensure that neither he nor anyone else can leave while we implement Phase 4. Mm, acceptable. Good. I'll meet you over there in... 20 minutes? Make it 30. What? Uh, oh, stubby little robot legs. Yes, of course. Well, that took longer than expected, but I'm here now. And you're certain this is the place? It just looks like a water treatment tunnel to me. Of course I am. Since assuming the role of mayor, I have gained access to a vast assortment of classified and sensitive information. Why are you telling me this? I know all of this. You should be telling this to your enemies, you know. And among that information is the location of this secret bunker in which is housed an object that... What was that? Something's cut off the water pressure down here. The mechanisms that open the secret vault operate via precise hydraulic balance. Without that pressure, we won't be able to access the... Again, this is all information I already have. You imbecile. If the sheriff did this because I tipped my hand, our plot would be ruined. Oh, let's not say something we can't take back now. I have much worse than imbecile prepared for you. Let's just look at the situation logically. Obviously the water feeds in from a source. Perhaps we could go to that source and investigate. All right, we'll play it your way. For now. Oh, did you have another idea? No. See? Someone's dammed up the river. I told you it wasn't the sheriff. You there. What do you think you're doing? Ah, Mr. Acting Mayor. Greetings. You're the proprietor of that laundromat, aren't you? Dry cleaners, in point of fact. And as to your original inquiry, I was just damming up the river temporarily. Yes, I can see that. So why, pray tell, were you damming up the primary water source for this town? Why, so I could prepare my poison solution, of course. What's <laughs> Episode 22 of Contentment Corner featured Mark Bosco as Sheriff Trace Irons, Robert Cooper as the narrator, Joseph Ravenson as King Wasp, Amanda Smith as Mary Madison and Orchid McAllister, Sabrina Snyder as Cola Champson, Jason Wallace as Bryce Champson and Alistair Eventide, and Ron Algar Watt as Gart Champson and Chag McAllister. It was written by Ron Algar Watt and produced by Algar Productions, copyright 2016. <laughs>